The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Roto Experts Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. You can find me on Twitter, at Davis Maddock. In this episode of the podcast, we will be going over the Houston Texans offense. But before we get into another fantasy football team preview, I do want to tell you guys about what we have going on over at rotoexperts.com. You can access our NFL 365 package for $39.99, and with that package, you get customizable cheat sheets, projections, rankings, our ultimate guide to zero RB drafting, our ultimate guide to winning draft best ball leagues, best ball tools, access to the Daily Roto and Roto Experts Slack channel where myself, Drew Dinkemeyer, Michael Leone, and others hang out. I think it is absolutely the best value in the fantasy football industry. You can get 10% off of that using the promo code MATTEK, M-A-T-T-E-K. And now let's go ahead and get into the Houston Texans who are, of course, led at quarterback by Deshaun Watson. He is the consensus quarterback, too. That is the way that uh, I have him in my rankings. I do not have any qualms with his ADP. I don't have any qualms with thinking you know, that he's injury-prone. Uh, I don't have any questions about his passing ability. I think that Deshaun Watson is uh, a fantastic quarterback and... You know, I don't really know what else there is more to say. Kind of similar to Patrick Mahomes. What are you, what are you going to do? You want to spend uh, you want to spend five minutes giving a soliloquy on how great Sean Watson is. Uh, he played injured last year. While injured, he threw only 505 passing attempts. Still threw 26 touchdowns, only nine interceptions, and uh, he was able to finish. You know, uh, as a, he had a, a very good fantasy season uh, while injured, while uh, playing without Kiki Cutie, while playing without Will Fuller, who he is going to have available to him this year. I think you know that's actually probably the biggest difference year over year for for Deshaun Watson is that he's going to actually have weapons on offense. Uh, he finishes the quarterback four last year, and uh, while he finishes the quarterback four, the leaders in targets behind DeAndre Hopkins were Ryan Griffin, Lamar Miller, Demarius Thomas, Alfred Blue, Jordan Thomas, Jordan Akins, DeAndre Carter, Bruce Ellington. Yep, these guys suck right? Uh, Will Fuller, pretty clearly better than everyone else. Kiki Cutie, pretty much clearly better than everyone else uh, that was playing in the Houston Texans passing game last year. And for that reason, I just think it's it's very obvious that Watson is the second best quarterback in fantasy football. And he, he's got a little bit of upside, right? Because he did not run at all last year after he suffered his rib injury. Uh, so he had uh, 36 rushing attempts in seven games in 2017, averaging 7.5 yards per attempt, two rushing touchdowns. He ran 99 times last season for 551 yards and five touchdowns, but those rushing attempts after he he suffered his rib injury went way down. So for the first five weeks, eight, five, five, six, ten rushing attempts. Uh, after that, he topped seven rushing attempts, only one, two, three, five more times for the rest of the season. So basically, 
uh, he still ran a little bit, but the big thing that was booing his running was obviously, uh, you know, the ability to, to, to run and not feel like he wanted to die. In fact, uh, his lung and rib injury was so bad, he had to take a bus to a game in Jacksonville because he was not healthy enough to take the plane. So big reasons to be in on Deshaun Watson in 2019. His ADP... You know, it, it does feel a little rough to take a quarterback in like the fifth or sixth round, which is where he's going a lot of the time. But at the same time, you know, I get it. I, I probably am not going to end up with him as my quarterback very often unless I take DeAndre Hopkins in the first round and I'm trying to complete a stack in the draft best ball championship. Other than that, uh, I'm probably leaving Deshaun Watson for someone else. I know that sounds weird after I just said, look how great this dude is, but he's definitely going to be a guy that I use in uh, draft. Kings a lot like he's definitely a very good NFL DFS play especially if he is adding the rushing and I think that there's definitely a chance for him to finish as the top overall fantasy football quarterback because we can't really overstate how much the returns of Will Fuller and Kiki Cutie are going to mean to this offense looking at who Watson was forced to throw to last season. Moving to the running back room here in Houston, Lamar Miller, the starting running back, Donta Foreman, his primary backup, and then looks like there's a battle for third running back kind of between Karen Higdon, Josh Ferguson, uh, Oakland Raiders retread Taiwan Jones, and Demarie Crockett. My guess would be Taiwan Jones probably makes the team as a special teams guy, and Josh Ferguson probably makes the team as a passing down specialist. I don't think that Buddy Howell or Karen Higdon are particularly special players. Howell, in particular, was like a, a backup running back at Florida Atlantic, and uh, has you know was just like a preseason player for the Dolphins before. I it, I just It just seems very unlikely that he's going to ever make an NFL roster. So talking about Lamar Miller, I think his ADP now has reached a point where he's very clearly a value. You can sometimes get him in the eighth or ninth round. Like, that, that's pretty absurd because Lamar Miller had 973 rushing yards last year. He played in 14 games. He had 210 rushing attempts, 35 targets, scored six touchdowns, averaged 4.6 yards per carry. Is Lamar Miller ever going to be a running back one? Probably not. He, however, he does get, you know, he's going to get a thousand yards from scrimmage. He's going to have some weeks where, you know, certainly he could fall into the end zone twice against the Dolphins like he did last year. Like these are things that are going to happen for Lamar Miller. And, uh, you know, reports out of Houston Texans training camp is that he lost eight pounds due to uh, adapting a new diet, uh, that he's working on his route running. So basically he's just really trying to He's just really trying to find ways to not let Donta Foreman just come in and take his job. And I I think we should probably take him at pretty close to face value. I think that he is going to be the starting running back for the Texans until he proves that he shouldn't be or Donta Foreman proves that he is clearly better. Uh, So Texans coach Bill O'Brien has basically said the competition for the number two running back spot is wide open. Now, O'Brien has been very complimentary of Dante Foreman. Uh, He said, you know, Dante Foreman is looking good. He's like light years better than he was last year. But I guess he probably just wants to keep uh, all of the guys motivated and wanting to play. Uh, So what O'Brien said about him last week about Foreman is that he's got a chance to be a really good football player. If he's healthy and consistent and putting in the work, I think he's got a chance to be good. Uh, Beat writers for the Texans have said that Foreman regained his explosiveness. 
I was never super high on Foreman as like a prospect. However, I would say the fact that he's behind a guy who is as as average as Lamar Miller probably means that he's got a pretty decent chance of at some point this year being like a zero running back sort of sleeper. I definitely think that he can come back and be uh, a meaningful running back. So the way that I am treating Miller and Foreman, it's sort of interesting because their ADPs have started to diverge. So as Lamar Miller has fallen back, Foreman has fallen back a little bit. You know, his ADP has gone from like 104 to like 115, but they've gotten a lot closer in average draft position. And to me, that makes makes Miller by far the clear value at this point. When Miller was like a fifth or sixth round pick, and then Dante Foreman was like 11th or 12th round pick, I would say Foreman was the better value. But now that Miller has fallen back and there's not been any sort of ADP free fall for Foreman, I think that that likely means that Miller is the best fantasy football value right now. However, a much more interesting topic is the wide receiver situation for the Houston Texans. Their 11 personnel is DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, Kiki Cutie. All three of these guys go inside the top 100 in fantasy football, and uh, to me, they absolutely deserve to. Uh, These guys are really good wide receivers. They all have really unique roles inside of this Houston offense. We have DeAndre Hopkins as our number one wide receiver just by a hair over Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, and Juju Smith-Schuster. We have DeAndre Hopkins projected for 165 targets, 109 receptions, 1,400 receiving yards, and a shade over 10 receiving touchdowns. He is one of only three players that we have projected for over 10 receiving touchdowns. So Hopkins, wide receiver one, not going to argue with it. He played injured for a lot of last year. He did not have a ton of competition for targets last year with Fuller playing in only seven games and Kiki Cutie playing for, I believe, in only six games, but only starting two games. So yeah, uh, Cutie and Fuller combined for only 86 targets last year. Ryan Griffin had 43. He was like, so basically Hopkins was the only game in town. I could definitely see like just a hair of regression coming in. You know, if if Hopkins drops from 163 to 145 targets, my guess would be that he probably makes up a little bit of that with efficiency. But like if, if Fuller and Cutie both have really good sort of like smashing kind of years, I think it's pretty obvious that Hopkins is going to take a, you know, maybe, maybe he comes back like a half tier. So maybe Julio Jones and Odell and Michael Thomas all have clearly better fantasy football seasons than him but like you're not you're not there's not really a scenario that's going to happen where you're like mad about having Hopkins on your team as long as he stays healthy Fuller and Cutie themselves are pretty interesting guys because when you look at the wide receiver depth chart behind them Vincent Smith Johnny Dixon DeAndre Carter uh, these are guys who like just straight up cannot play these are these are not real uh, NFL quality players so Fuller, to me, is like the absolute perfect best ball candidate because Fuller averages so many yards per target. Uh, He averaged 11.2 yards per target last year, 8.5 yards per target in 2017. He has 13 touchdowns on only 187 career targets. Uh, He was bad, obviously. Not bad. He just was not nearly as good as a rookie, but that was the last year that he was forced to play with the uh, with the Brock Lobster and with Tom Savage, and no one on that team was really good. In fact, Fuller averaged 
6.9 yards per target that year, while DeAndre Hopkins averaged an, an abysmal 6.3 yards per target on 151 targets. Pretty, pretty crazy inefficiency there from the Houston Texans. But Fuller is a guy who I absolutely feel is appropriate at his ADP. We have him projected for 99 targets, but over seven touchdowns and uh, right around 900 receiving yards. That is a very good return on a per target rate. And Cutie, too. I, I mean, Cutie is definitely a guy that I want to draft because I think there are a lot of different ways his season could go. He was a deep threat in college at Texas Tech, but the way that the Texans used him last year was sort of in like the uh, the web back role, the, the Tavon Austin role, the Tyreek Hill role, uh, where he just played super close to the line of scrimmage a lot. He was getting some jet sweeps. He was getting bubble screens. He was getting like curl routes where he was designed to get in space like four yards from the line of scrimmage. That was a lot of what Cutie was doing last year. He had a very low average depth of target. My guess is is that they will probably move away from that a little bit this year as they have less need for it. They will be less reliant on having uh, someone close to the line of scrimmage. Uh, look, I mean, I, I guess I'm just expecting Houston to run a more full offense, a, a more controlled offense in 2019 and, and not have to change things up so much week to week due to injuries. Like, I, I guess I maybe that's not what I'm expecting. That's what I'm hoping. A, a full 16-game season from Cutie, from Lamar Miller, from Deshaun Watson, from DeAndre Hopkins, from Will Fuller. I, I think that could, I, I mean, certainly the Texans could win win the Super Bowl. I think if all of those guys stay healthy because Deshaun Watson is really good, the Houston Texans defense is pretty good. Uh, they do not play in a particularly strong division. So I, I think there are a lot of really interesting things that this uh, that this Houston team could do. One, one of the things that, that might hold them back though is that uh, Bill O'Brien, I, I don't really believe in Bill O'Brien so much as a, as a coach. Finally, moving to the tight ends, I think the, the odds are that a lot of these guys probably are not going to be fantasy football relevant for a large part of the season. Jordan Thomas, Jordan Aikens, Darren Fells all on the roster, and then uh, they just drafted this fella named Khalil Warren, Kahale Warren. Uh, he just got off of the active non-football injury list, but missed the first 10 days of camp. He's uh, expected to compete for snaps with Jordan Thomas and Jordan Aikens after Houston let um, Steven Anderson go in the offseason. They let Ryan Griffin go due to, like a, I believe, like a drunk driving incident was uh, what happened with Ryan Griffin, but Ryan Griffin was third on the team in targets, and 14 games last year. That's how whacked out the Houston Texans passing game was in 2018. My guess, yeah, but like I said, these guys don't have ADPs. You're not drafting these guys. I could see maybe Jordan Aikens being a guy who is like a waiver wire guy because he he does move a little bit. He, you know, he, he did not play horribly last season. He is like really old though. So it's very odd. He was like a rookie last year, but he was a 26 year old rookie. But I, I kind of thought that he played decently. And then Jordan Thomas actually had four receiving touchdowns in uh, 16 games last year. But uh, I, I, I don't, I don't think either one of them are like real uh, game to game, week to week sort of players in the Houston Texans offense. That is going to do it for us here at the Roto Experts Fantasy Football Show. There are our team previews. Please make sure to check out rotoexperts.com for more uh, with our NFL 365 package. You can see how we are projecting all of these players. You can see how all of these players stack up next to their peers. You can generate customizable cheat sheets for your leagues and much more. And you can get 10% off of that package using the promo code MATIC.